0: Thank you for tuning in to The Victory is Greater Than the Struggle, in ex-lesbian podcast with myself, your host, Jessica Newsom. We're going to be talking about dealing with other people. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes it is definitely difficult dealing with, frankly, difficult people, right? I think that in my life, I had gotten used to basically pushing people away outside of my bubble so that I didn't have to deal with people whom uh, would frustrate me or make me mad, things like that. I'm talking about even family, right? I would be quick to just X people out so I could live in my happy bubble. And that's not necessarily wrong, right? We're supposed to have healthy boundaries, but at the same time, if you push everyone away so that you don't have to deal with um, disagreements, even healthy disagreements, right, or correction, then we could end up living a life that isn't uh, uh totally living life to the fullest as God would have us, right? Because God wants us to interact with people. He wants to uh He wants for us to have relationships with other people. But relationships will always come with issues, you know, and so dealing with people um in this season that I'm in now, I don't have um the freedom to necessarily push people away right and so I am having to face and to confront certain issues right and what I've noticed about myself is anger that can come up that can boil up and boil over and bubble over into other areas in my life and it's frustrating because normally I just kick those issues to the curb I'd kick those people to the curb I'd love people from a distance but I don't have that opportunity to do so. And maybe you're in that space. You're in that place to where it's like, I can't get rid of some of the people whom I have issues with. I can't get rid of uh, uh, um, just some of these family members. I have to be in contact with them for whatever reason. So what we have to learn to do is to deal with um, arguments, to deal with confrontation head on and appropriately. I think some people may be like I am and you just go in defense mode, right? When it feels like someone is accusing you, when it feels like someone is attacking you, we automatically pull out you know, our guns blazing. We're in defense mode. We're like, say something again. I'm gonna shoot you with these words, right? I am going to use my mouth as a weapon to shut you up because you're hurting me, right? You're hurting... Um, um, my feelings right I feel like you're attacking me so the first thing that I think to do is to attack you back in a manner that would shut you up and that would basically to where I win a lot of us like to win arguments we do we feel better when we win an argument we feel like we're on top and we're like yeah that's right I put you in your place End of the story and that's not how God uh, desires us to address situations right so if we look at second 2 Timothy 2:24, it says this and the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome but kind to everyone able to teach patiently enduring evil this is not always easy right we must not be quarrelsome that in and of itself can be tricky especially over social media right I can't tell you you know It may have been a couple times over social media where someone has tried to come at me, right? They just tried to come for me, and I'm like, I'ma shut you down real quick. We can get really just about it over social media, can't we, right? When we don't have, uh, uh, when we are not face-to-face with someone, we are more bold over social media. We'll say whatever we want over social media, and my question to you is, do those conversations, do those back and forth conversations, do they uplift? Do they edify? Or forget that, do they solve anything? Nine times out of 10, it doesn't. You just want to hear yourself speak, get your point across, and the other person is doing the same so you aren't even trying to hear one another. That's not even something that is uh, on on our minds half the time. We just want to hear ourselves talk and we want the other person to listen, but no one's listening, right? Uh, if we go to... Proverbs eighteen thirteen, 13, uh, this is the International Standard Version. It says this, whoever answers before listening is both foolish and shameful. I'll say that again. Whoever answers before listening is both foolish and shameful. shameful. Uh, one of the quotes that I hear a lot is um, um, assumptions make an ass out of you and me, right? And a lot of times, myself included, We will jump to assumptions. How many times have you played a conversation in your head when the other person is not even around? You are playing in your head what they're going to say, how they're going to react and what you're going to do to like put your defenses up so that they don't attack you in that manner to make you feel a certain kind of negative way. And if we really try to look at this stuff with spiritual eyes instead of uh, earthly eyes and our earthly mind, it comes down to, again, uh, that this world that we live in, this world that we can see, that we can touch, right, this world that we could feel, there is a supernatural world, right? That is all around us. It's the heavens, right? You have, you have God, you have Jesus, you have angels, you have all of these things that are just moving and operating. And the Bible talks about how, uh, how he wants us, how, how Jesus has given us the authority, how God has given us the authority through Jesus Christ to be able to conquer the enemy, to speak things into existence, right? Uh, and we aren't always using those tools that the Bible has given us. We look at Ephesians 6, the full armor of God. None, There's not many people that can say, yeah, I walk in that all the time. Whenever there's an argument, I make sure to put on the full armor of God, right? The helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the shoes of peace, right? Like all that stuff. No, right? A lot of times we attack a situation. Well, by just doing that attacking it being defensive and it doesn't solve anything so if we look at things from a supernatural perspective then we can realize that hey okay the enemy is out again I say this all the time to steal kill and destroy so those thoughts that go through your mind that are negative those thoughts Uh, where you are assuming and believing that a person is going to act a certain way even though they haven't yet right they haven't even done it yet but you're already putting this weight on them thinking that they're going to act a certain way and they haven't you haven't even given them a chance but those thoughts 9.9 times out of 10 it's literally coming from the enemy literally I've told this story probably just once or twice Uh, where I was really struggling with the sin with the sexual sin and I could not get it into my head that the thoughts were not mine because it sounded like my thoughts it sounded like you know, how I think and how I feel and how I um, dissect things. It sounded like, you know, these are my thoughts, that this is my heart. And because of that, I felt so condemned that I, it was hard for me to come to God. It was hard for me to come to God with this situation because I was the bad person. Because I'm thinking these thoughts They're my thoughts. I'm claiming them as my thoughts. So I'm the bad person. So I feel so unworthy to come to God for forgiveness, right? Because I feel as though I need forgiveness because I'm a filthy person in here, in my mind. And my friend hanging out with her, we had situation after situation i mean this was daily back to back over a couple of weeks because god's like we we're, we're, we're going to work on this area where when i would have these negative thoughts she would look at me and she would say jessica what are you thinking and at first i'm like nothing right nothing and she goes okay and then i would have another negative thought and these were these thoughts were negative thoughts uh they were sexual thoughts right but they could also be negative thoughts like Man, you know what? She doesn't. Uh, that person doesn't even deserve to, you know, uh, uh, be in my life because they're just um, they're they're just negative and they're never gonna change. And you know, what, I don't have to put up with this. You know how you're thinking all of these negative things, and these negative thoughts aren't necessarily our thoughts. And so daily, she would keep doing that, and I'm like, it is not a coincidence that the moment I'm thinking this thought, she looks at me and asks me what I'm thinking, and she would say. I hear something speaking to you. I can't hear what it's saying, but I hear something speaking to you. That's why I ask. She's like, whatever it is, it's, it's the enemy. And I, so therefore I know it's negative. And so I would tell her, yeah, okay, this is what I was thinking. And she'd minister to me. She would say, Jessica, that thought wasn't yours. It was literally the enemy. Literally things that are going on in the supernatural realm around us the enemy was whispering in your ear these negative thoughts to get you to get upset to get frustrated so that you would act outside of the character that god has called you to 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 walk in and basically try to just weave this negative uh, 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 web into your life so that the enemy can come in and continue to steal, kill, and destroy. He just wants a foot in the door. That's all. He just wants a small crack in that door so he can put his foot in and then that 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 one tiny situation, that one incident, that one argument can allow the enemy to just wreak total havoc that one thing, it can just spread like wildfire into other areas in our life. And so one, I really want you guys to know that when you start to get frustrated and angry all by yourself, it's the enemy. It's the enemy. Fine, I'll say that, you know, sometimes it's us. But I don't think we understand how much the enemy speaks to us on a daily basis but we've grown up with it so we've always thought that it's us it's our it's our thought process it's our thoughts you know and so we have to really begin to have the mind of Christ and say you know what i am going to be slow to speak and i'm going to be quick to listen right and so sometimes it's taking a breath right and when you're in the situation and you can't like physically remove yourself immediately that's frustrating i cuz i need a moment to like defuse right i need to take a break and then come back at this in like an hour but sometimes you don't have that luxury and so sometimes it's saying okay and i this is what i do when i feel as though i am hitting the roof like i'm about to hit that ceiling to where I'm going to explode, right? And I'm going to unleash on you. And I can't talk calmly anymore. Before I get there and I feel myself getting to that point, I have to say, okay, I want to have, and it takes you being a big person doing this. Let me tell you that. It takes you being the bigger person to do this. And it's saying, okay, I wanna have this conversation. I want to fix this situation. But what I need is to just take a moment, give me five minutes, or can you, instead of raising your voice because I do want to have this conversation, can you just speak at a regular conversational tone, right? And can you explain to me exactly what you're trying to say? Sometimes I need to take notes because when someone is explaining something, I'm thinking of how I want to answer them, but they may not like me interrupting them. So I will say, I'm going to take notes on my phone right now. I'm not being disrespectful. I'm not looking at other stuff and ignoring you, but I'm taking notes of what you're saying so that I can remember what I'm trying to say to you, right? And so that's what I'm doing. And so in these situations, when you can't have a calm conversation with someone, That's the key right there. When they can have a calm conversation, take notes so that you don't have to interrupt them because you may forget. And then when they're done, address each thing. And keep going back and forth until you guys find a solution. One thing that I truly think about, uh, that I truly believe, and it's hard to do, is when you can... Hold someone else in higher regard. How do I say that? When you can love someone so much to where you say, you know what? I'm going to do what's in the best interest, not just for me, but for you. So that's being humble right there. What do I need to do to make this better for you? If both of you could do that, you automatically come to some type of middle ground. It's when we think that we need to be heard, when you're in the wrong, right? When you need to listen because you're wrong and that's it, that's when things don't really get resolved. Maybe they do, but a lot of damage might have been done in the process. And some of that damage, it's hard to let go of for some people. I can let go of stuff, like my personality I can let go of things. I have no problem with forgiving and forgetting, right? I can forgive you and then I could take it and I could throw it out and be like, okay, cool. Like we had a good conversation. It got heated a little bit, but now it's good. Let's move on. Some people can't move on as quickly as others. Some people can forgive, but they hold that resentment somewhere on the inside. Right. And you could tell because it'll come up in another area uh, of life um, or in a future conversation or disagreement. And so you really have to be careful with how you handle disagreements and altercations the first time. So damage is not done so that, you know, it will become residue in another area of life because you don't want that. And so, as a Christian, we have to be quick to listen. Because a lot of times, we don't fully, a lot of times we think we understand what someone is trying to say, but we really don't. We really don't. Uh, I've seen so many of those videos on YouTube, I love them. And it'll be like school-aged kids. And one was, they were in some other country, it was hilarious. And it was like a line of 20, 30 kids and they didn't say a phrase but they acted out and ob- they acted out a little thing right if you could see me then it was something like you know like like this it was like right that that was the action that he did to watch the other people like to watch that person go okay turn around and do that same action and go all the way down At the end, it was ridiculous. At the end, it was something like, (laughs) something stupid, right? Um, Or just playing telephone um, and you say a sentence and then 20 people later, it is not the same sentence. You know you're playing telephone. You know the object is to try to get the same phrase from beginning to end. Everyone is trying their best and they still can't get it right. So imagine being in a heated argument trying to do this and you're talking fast, you're upset, you're irritated, right? Um, me, when I talk and I'm upset, I have squirrel brain. I have squirrel brain like naturally. like I go all over the place in a conversation, right? And the people that I love the most are the people that get me in that manner. They, they can follow the squirrel brain, right? Um, but in an argument, right, or a conversation that's kind of heated or whatever, I'm going all squirrel brain. And I'm like, you better follow me through this. Right. And <laughs> people are like, yeah, I can't do that. Right. And it's just you have to articulate yourself in a manner in which someone can understand. So if I am someone that needs examples, please give me examples. Right. If you need for me to not interrupt you. Then I have to take notes. Does that make sense? And so just in general, when it comes down to being a Christian and dealing with um situations and people and conversations, I'm bringing this topic up not for just you know, like a minute reason. It's because if we as Christians, as we as followers, if we as followers of Christ Jesus can articulate ourselves better, be a little bit more calm, be a little bit more understanding, listen more, I think that the church wouldn't look so silly to other people. Right? Because a lot of people just think we're just whack, we're hypocrites we're just you name it right and then we argue in front of outsiders people who are not christian we argue with each other in front of them how stupid do we look honestly honestly like and i've done this you know i've i've done it i have gotten caught up in my feelings and emotions and just reacted And reacting is never good. Just reacting is never good. It may feel good for the moment. Oh yeah, it feels good for the moment. You're like, yeah, that's what you get. I shut you down. But then you look stupid in the end. You look foolish. You look foolish. And now that outsider, those people who are watching you, now they have this negative perception of you. Now the image of maybe your ministry Is a little different to them now. And man, is it worth having two minutes of victorious rebuttal over not being able to save that lost soul because of what I did. When God was like, I have these people who are waiting to be uh, uh, edified by you, who are waiting for ministry from you, but now you've turned them off and they have to go somewhere else because you wanted to have two minutes of glorious victory, you know? And so we really have to be careful when it comes down to that. I encourage you guys to realize that when you start to get very angry, when you start to get very upset, to realize that the enemy is at work. And that you don't want the enemy trying to mess up relationships or what God is doing in your life or someone else's life. And that maybe we need to begin to learn, you know, what we need to do in order to have or facilitate better conversation. That could be just taking a break. But letting the other person know, I want to have this conversation, but I need a break right now. I love you, but I just need an hour. Or give me a couple hours. I'll talk to you before I go to bed, right? We have to, as Christians, always be the bigger person. And it's not fun. And it's not easy. But it's beneficial, not just for you, but for others. I hope that you guys enjoyed that. Thank you for listening. Love you guys. See you next time.